Welcome to the Brilliant Beauties Podcast, a fresh new show spotlighting business women who have both beauty and brains while making a difference in the world. This is an interview style show featuring powerhouse women from around the world who are living in their genius zone and inspiring other women like you to do the same. Here's your host, Samantha Gregory. Hello, everyone. This is Samantha Gregory, your host of the Brilliant Beauties Podcast. Thank you for being on the show and for listening. Today, my guest is Aleya Williams. I am so excited about having her here on the show. She is the Small Biz Swiss Army Knife, and she helps business get organized and systematized, and she just takes, helps take them to the next level. She's also the host of At The Helm Podcast. It's exciting to have another podcaster on the show. So welcome, Aleya. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Samantha. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks for being here. I am excited to hear about everything that you're doing and what you offer the world and how you're shining in your brilliance. But first, as usual with my guests, I like to ask you, what is your story? What is your journey? And how did you get from where you were to where you are today? Oh, wow. It's funny. (laughs) I mean, it obviously makes sense that the longer you're in it, the longer your journey has been. But it just seems like so long now. I mean, I've I've been an entrepreneur at this point for longer than I've done anything else. And, you know, the, the highlights of it are, you know, I was working at a normal job like most people and was just going through some changes in my life where I felt really disorganized and scattered and, and I just believed that mental clutter equals physical clutter. And so all the things that were going on in my life that, you know, weren't so smooth and perfect were starting to manifest themselves in my space, mm-hmm. and in, including like a relationship that should have been over. And um, it didn't help things that the guy I was dating at the time was super organized all the time, no matter what. So, you know, if we're having these issues, my place is falling apart and it's causing all this extra stress. And so somehow, I forget now, but somehow I found out about this concept of a professional organizer. Mm-hmm. So I started the search to hire one um, because I just was not feeling motivated to help myself. I mean, I was feeling depressed and stressed, and I had a good job, but I didn't love my job. And there's just a lot going on, and, mm-hmm. and I knew I needed help. And um, through the process, I ended up actually not hiring an organizer. The The process of finding one was actually kind of stressful. Oh, and it really, yeah, it really made me feel a sense of empathy toward people who were chronically disorganized. Like for me, this was a temporary thing, but I know that there are people out there who are really struggling with it. And I thought, wow, I'd really love to help people like that and make it easy for them. And that really motivated me to, you know, clean up my act, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I threw an ad on Craigslist and found a client. And, you know, I still had my job at this point. And I always say she was the perfect first client because she needed all kinds of things. She needed artwork sold. She was moving out of state. She was an author and had all these manuscripts and paperwork to juggle and back taxes to do. And so mm-hmm. I got to try my hand in a lot of different aspects of it, and I realized I really enjoyed helping people with this. So, you know, I worked with clients here and there on weekends and evenings around my job, and at that point it started to snowball, and I would get a referral here and there, and Mm -hmm. I started networking and started a networking group. 
And it really started to snowball, and I thought, you know, I want to make a business out of this. And so, yeah, about mm, maybe six months later, I quit my full-time job and got a part-time job so that I had some kind of stable income mm-hmm. <laughs> um, while building my client base. And, and that's how it started. And then along the way, you know, there's journeys and changes in all of our businesses, you know, grow and change organically. But because of all the networking I was doing through the group that I created and, you know, other groups I was a part of, I started to be around other entrepreneurs more than anyone else. And I started to get more aware of their needs and also my own as my business grew. And so it was about four years, three or four years into my business is when I made the transition to primarily working with other business owners to help them get the right systems and processes in place and organize their businesses and work in a more efficient way. So that's kind of how that shift came about. And that's what I've been doing now for, wow, we just hit the fifth anniversary of that switch. So I've been doing that for longer (laughs) at this point. Um, And it's great. I mean, I, I love it. And I love getting to work with other business owners because, I get them, I understand them, I am one of them, and it also gives me the opportunity to dip my toes in a bunch of different industries, which I wouldn't necessarily get to do at a job, you know, one job that I go to every day. So that's really how I built that and how I got here. And yeah, it's, it's been quite a journey, but it's funny to think back that, yes, five years ago, January 2010 is when I made the shift to helping business owners. Wow, that's great. I and mean, congratulations on the five-year anniversary. That's, that's <laughs> <Thanks>. fantastic. <laughs> and I love how you took what was a problem in your life and you turned it into a solution for others um, and helping them with their businesses and getting organized. That is, that's really, I think, the root of a lot of entrepreneurs and how how they actually got to where they are because they had – a problem, issue, a challenge, and they found the solution. They were able to help other people. So that, that's, that's great. Um, yeah, I'll- it took a while for me to really even acknowledge that because I even did the same thing with my networking group. Like when I decided that I wanted to make this a business mm-hmm. back in 2006 when I was doing the organizing, mm-hmm. you know, I knew I needed a network, but a lot of the groups I was seeing out there, they weren't doing networking in the way that I wanted to do networking. And so I created the kind of group that I would want to be part of. And I didn't realize that right away. You know, it was kind of like looking back in perspective and and acknowledging what I did because I just didn't see it that way before. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really did, you know, have this need and see this gap that needed to be filled and created something that sometimes it still surprises me that the group still exists today. But yes. um, it's, it's, it's funny how that happened. And it's not unique to me. Like you said, this is a very common entrepreneurial trait. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. And it's serving so many people. And I think that's really one of the most rewarding things is how many people are being served and the needs are being met so that they can have more fulfilled lives and and go about and and be happy. So that's great, too. Absolutely. So with um, with throughout your journey, 
um, from being and feeling disorganized temporarily to getting organized and helping other people, who or what has been your inspiration? Who who has who has inspired you? Gosh. It's interesting. I don't think anyone in my industry has really inspired me, but in general, I've had people around me who inspire me. And I think it's other people who, I have not, and this is so, I I hope I word this correctly, Mm -hmm. you know, I have nothing against people who are born into wealth or who are handed advantages at every turn, mm-hmm. but I find for me the people that I most admire are the ones who forge their own path okay. or, you know, built something from scratch. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and even if it's the family business, it's like I grew up in the family business, I, I, I worked in the family business, and then eventually, you know, when my parents no longer worked, I took it over and took it in this new direction. Or... I knew when I needed to shut it down or, you know, whatever. But I really, I have these great people around me that I really respect because of their um, passion for what they're doing, their commitment in what they're doing, and really how they've built something from nothing. Um, And so it's, there isn't like one particular person. There are so many I could list, Mm -hmm. but I think that's the value of my network. I, I love my network. I know so many great people, and I'm so grateful for that. So I have these examples every day of of great people who are doing good things and who are honest and full of integrity that I can look to, you know, that inspire me with what they're building and what they've built mm-hmm. every day. Awesome, awesome. And and that's really, I think, one what matters is – it's not so much defining one person, but it could be a multitude of people. I've heard people mm-hmm. say it's just a group of women that they're around. It, it could be their children. It could be a, a, a relative or a friend. It could be, you know, some people who are in the self-help and self-development industry like Tony Robbins and Lisa Nichols and Oprah. You know, there's so many different ways to be inspired or, or you know, so there's, again, it's not one person or a type, but it's just who what works for you. So Absolutely. That, that's definitely um definitely inspiring and, and it, it lets people know, yeah, you don't have to be you know, who inspires you and, and or what inspires you and let it be what it is. So um, Yeah. What is your genius? That's a question on my mind and I'm sure the the listeners' minds as well as <laughs> You know, being able to look, to walk in your genius and be in your zone, that's incredible. And it's great for me to hear other people talk about their genius and how they, you know, impact the world. Yeah. Oh, I have to cheat and I have to give too. I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think on, um, you know, the business side, through my business, what I'm really good at doing is helping people find a solution, um, find what they need, to get things done and make things work. I was talking to a prospective client the other day, and she's a coach, and she likes to note, you know, like what lights people up, as she says. And, and we're on video, you know, on Skype. And so I was giving her this example of helping a current client find the right system. And she's like, your face is totally lighting up right now. Like, you may not know it, but I just wanted to point that out to you, uh-huh. that, you know, that was you lighting up. Because I was talking about how, I found this system, and I was so sure. I'm like, 
this system is the answer to my problems and all my clients' problems. I cannot wait to refer it, uh, mm-hmm. refer this system. So I sign up for the system. I test it out, and I realize, and like immediately, I'm able to identify which clients it's good for and which mm-hmm. ones like this service needs more features before I could refer it to X Y Z. And then I contacted the company, and I'm like, these are the features I'd love for you to you know include, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and I get geeked about that. And then what happens is a client will you know, a potential client will say, well, I'm considering these couple of systems, and I'm then at that point instantly able to go, that will work for you or that won't because I've tried it. Right. And so my that genius is like finding the perfect fit on that side. Mm-hmm. And then the other side, another place where I say I've got some level of genius or like a really strong passion is really connecting people. Like it's been such a joy to run my networking group and host events and create a space for people to connect and facilitate those new relationships. I mean, the new friendships, joint ventures, people getting clients, like it's fantastic. And then, you know, what grew out of that was creating a women's business conference and all these other things. And it's that same thing of like bringing people together, having them connect and build new relationships or, you know, I love when someone contacts me and is like, hey, I need help with this. Any chance you happen to know someone who does that? Mm -hmm. I mean, that happens to me all the time. And I love making those referrals and connections. So, I mean, in in that way, they're very similar. I love connecting people with what they need and what they're looking for. So I think that would be my kind of zone of genius. (laughs) Cool. I like that. That's that's fantastic. Uh, I think we have a, a similarity in the finding solutions part. <laughs> so, um, but I, I appreciate that, and I, de- I totally get it, especially, you know, being geeked out over, you know, finding great tools for people to use. Yes. And, <laughs> and then we're nerds like that. We get excited. Yes, we're like, <laughs> yes, we are. We are. <laughs> um, and, in fact, I started my um, – a new consulting um, called Boss Tech Consulting, and it's business operations, systems, and solutions um, firm, you know, technical firm. So just helping people find and, and problem solve and, you know, find a thing that works for their personality and their budget. So, you know, it's... I've got to really... give you credit for that. That is a great name, business oh, operations. <laughs> <laughs> like how perfect, how perfect is that acronym in every way? Yes. I, I will say my, my, my zone of like the opposite of genius is mm-hmm. coming up with like a name for things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I love, I love that. That's so great. Oh, thank you, thank you. So we won't get off into that tangent because I'm sure we can go very far. But um, <laughs> yep, <laughs> we'll just have to chat again soon. So um, I'm I'm curious to know, even with all that you're doing at your core, what difference do you want to make in the world, and what legacy do you want to leave? You know, I talked a lot about legacy through my podcast and other podcasts last year, and it was something interesting to think about. And in the conversations, one thing that really came out was, you know, and and it is particularly important to me, is leaving a legacy every day. You know, it's, we're, we're leaving a legacy with every decision we make, everything we do, every single day, whether we realize it or not. Right. And so, you know, I just want to be kind to people. I want to be helpful. I want to, you know, as I am hopefully becoming more successful, I want to help other people become successful along the way. 
you know, I want us all to, you know, I love being part of a community and watching us all move forward. And, you know, I, I have this contact. She's one of my oldest business friends at this point because we met maybe six months into my journey at an event. Mm-hmm. So now we've known each other like seven, eight years. And just to, to look kind of to the left or right and see these people whose businesses have grown and changed along with mine, you know, puts like a legacy of community and success and growth and partnership. And I just want to create that and have those good relationships every day, you know. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, I think that's, that's what I feel about legacy. <laughs> you know, I just want to be cognizant of the fact that, that my legacy is being built every single day with everything I do. Perfect. I love it. I really do. <laughs> um, so, and, and I appreciate how, you know, I've heard so many people say that the legacy that you leave is the, are the little things you do every single day. And I think that's really super important, you know, because we can have the big ones, but the small mm-hmm. ones also matter just as much because we're going to touch so many people every day when we're just going about life. And when they have an encounter with you, you leave a little bit of your legacy with them. And they can look back and say, hey, she, she gave me a smile today. She helped me with a problem. She was kind. All those, all those amazing things. And it just makes life that much more wor- rewarding. And, uh, Absolutely. You know. And, and those, those little, you know, like you said, the little things matter just as much as the supposedly, you know, big ones. Mm-hmm. And I think of, um, I, I like to call her friend, Pamela Slim. Um, she's an author, and her newest book is, is Body of Work. It came out a year ago. Mm-hmm. I believe the story is in this book that I originally saw it on her Facebook page where when she lived in the Bay Area, I think, or maybe it's in Arizona where she is now, either way, there was this, like, coffee bean that she would go to or Pete's Coffee, one of those coffee places, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. And she was always nice to everyone and asked their names. And, you know, she was just being herself. And then one day they ended up, like, kind of featuring her as their, like, favorite customer just because, you know, her interactions every day were just so kind. It's not like she came in thinking of her own rush schedule and, you know, tapping her feet in line and staring at her watch and wondering why the line isn't moving quickly. You know, she was just a really nice person when she came in every day to get her coffee. And they honored her. You know, I think they gave her, like, some gift card or coffee or, you know, some gift. But, you know, they showed appreciation to their customer who was always so nice, like, every day. And it's just those little things that people remember. And and not that I don't think the world is, like, a cold place or anything, but the people taking the time to, you know, be nice and ask how you are and actually wait to hear the answer, I think that's so few and far between in our everyday lives that, when those things do happen, people really remember that. So it really is those little things that you're doing every day that I think are such a huge part of, you know, your legacy. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. And um, I know that the people who are listening to this podcast, you know, just take a take a, a page out of our books and, and really just leave a legacy of kindness in the world. And I think when more people do that, they will find more kindness coming back to them, and they will definitely transform the world around them. So that's Yes, no doubt. Mm-hmm. So we're curious to know, what is your next big project? What do you have coming up for 2015? 
Oh, goodness. This is, it feels like such a big year for everyone. <laughs> I feel like that energy is like in the air. Um, well, with At The Helm, the women's community I briefly mentioned um, a bit earlier, it was something that started as a conference. We started doing more events. And so the big thing that we're launching this year is a membership community. And it feels really big to me because it's new. You know, I've never really marketed something that wasn't, you know, working with me directly or coming to an event that I was working on. So it's just very, it's exciting, it's different, um, and it's a way for people at an affordable price to essentially get the resources and education and community they need to grow their businesses. Mm-hmm. And people are loving, like we, we launched a goal-setting guide in December, and people loved that. And it was really exciting for me because, again, it was like the first standalone product I created that had nothing to do with, you know, hiring me as a person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like anyone in the world, whether they hire me or not, could use and get value from this guide. So it was very exciting. So it's great to continue that. So that's coming in 2015, and we're calling it the At the Helm Society. And, you know, in terms of my own consulting business, I'm really looking forward to um, launching a signature service or, you know, a longer class that people can participate in. Um, you know, I work with clients one-on-one with the systems, but I'm hoping to create a program that digs deeper and that could be self-paced, you know, for people who may not have the time or want the one-on-one work. Um, I know a lot of people are self-paced people. Mm-hmm. I am too, where I'm like, give me the course, I'm going to download it and skip straight to the lessons I want, you know. Right. So I'm looking forward to creating and launching that. And, yeah, so it feels like a big year with a lot of exciting things on the horizon. That's fantastic. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for you. I think that, you know, especially your membership and your, your courses and the new things are, are going to be absolutely pivotal for pivotal, pivotal. I can't even say the word. It's okay. I'm going to edit this part out. (laughs) It's important for so many people, I'm sure. Um, Really, I'm one of those self-paced people too, so I get it. Um, Yeah. And and, um, so tell me how can people find out more about what you're up to online, um, including your new projects that are coming up, or at least to stay in touch with you so that they can get notices when you are ready to launch them. Absolutely. The best thing to do is to go to my website, which is aleawilliams.com, A-L-A-I-A williams.com, and there you'll find my blog, my event calendar. It will link you to the networking groups and things like that and my podcasts and Mm -hmm. You know, that's the hub for me. And you can sign up for my newsletter. I don't send out a ton of newsletters just when there's something important going on or mm-hmm. important resources to share. But that's where people can find out about upcoming events and, you know, product releases and, and all that good stuff. Great. Excellent. Excellent. And where can they find you on social media? Oh, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I am a social media enthusiast. On um, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn and Pinterest. I'm Alea Williams. Again, it's A L A I A. And then on Instagram, I'm just Alea W. But everywhere else, I'm Alea Williams. That's so easy to remember. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I will definitely still have all the links to and information about Alea Williams on 
samanthagrogery.com slash brilliant, and that is where all the show notes for this show episode will be. And so you'll have a chance to go back, go and click and check her out, see what she's up to, and connect with her on her website to learn more about her programs as well as on her social media networks. So, Alea, this has been a fantastic conversation. And But before we end, I would like for you to share with those women who are still kind of in the throes of figuring out what they want to do with their life, not sure about their purpose or how to walk in their brilliance, to share a little bit of wisdom with them. What would you say? Oh, well, I think if for the women who may have a business or know they want to start a business, but they need a little more clarity maybe on what the focus is or where they're going to go next, I would definitely say make sure you have a network, a network that you can tap into because other entrepreneurs will have gone through this, they'll have understood it, and you'll find a great sense of camaraderie there. Um, I think a network is important no matter if you're in business or not, but if you're just trying to figure out what you want to do with your life and what your next step is, I would say in that sense, you know, figure out what works for you, what feeds your, you know, I guess soul and spirit as it were. You know, is it quiet time? Is it taking a walk? Is it getting a self-help book with exercises that you can work through? I know for me, um, I did like a group coaching program with other women and I loved it because we got to focus on what was important to us. So for some it was self-care, for others it was career, for some it was family. So, you know, if you could find, you know, a group like that where you can get support of other women looking to get clarity, you know, that would be great. And, you know, I'm also an introvert, so I may love a good self-help book with exercises I can work through that's challenging me and helping me find that clarity or, you know, clarify my values and what's important to me. So figure out what nourishes your soul, whether it's like talking to a one-on-one person or finding a meetup group or coaching group or finding, you know, some great books that you can dive into. But, you know, don't let anyone try and fit you into their box. Mm -hmm. Find, you know, what works for you and go with that because that's what's going to help you grow. Excellent, excellent. It seems a theme for brilliant, beautiful women is don't get stuck inside someone else's box. Just be yep. <laughs> and and based on your own internal clock, your own internal knowing, and, and just live for you, for who you are. You know, not what someone dictates or says you should be, but just be you. And when you find that, you find your brilliance. And mm-hmm. I think that's so powerful. So thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm sure that the women that are listening to this podcast are going to be certainly inspired by what you said and letting them know there are many paths to finding your brilliance and your and walking in it. So I appreciate you doing saying that for, to them. Absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to share that, and I think it's something that needs to get said over and over until we all get it in our heads, you know, it's not always, you know, and it's not something easy to do. I mean, it's so easy to look to others and think, oh, I need to be more like them to be successful. So Mm -hmm. the more we hear that being ourselves is going to help us attract what's actually good for us, you know, I need to say it and others need to say it until we we all get it in our heads. (laughs) Right, exactly. 
Awesome, awesome. So, Aaliyah, thank you so much for being on the Brilliant Beauties podcast. It has been a delight, and I know that everything that you do in the future for 2015 and beyond is going to be successful, and we're going to be watching you and taking tips from you too. So <laughs> definitely keep, we'll um, be right there with you. So I appreciate you, and I hope that everyone listening to this podcast has gotten some really big benefits out of this show. I know that you are sometimes either in the place you want to be or you're still searching, but that's okay. You are still beautiful and you're still brilliant, and I thank you for listening. My name is Samantha Gregory. I'm your host. Please go to samanthagregory.com slash brilliant to get the show notes, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care. You've been listening to the Brilliant Beauties Podcast with your host, Samantha Gregory. Please be sure to go to samanthagregory.com slash brilliant to get the show notes for today's guest. And we'll see you next time. Take care.